And we are live. Yes. They gobble gobble. A, a TG code. Yes. Thanksgiving yes, yes. code. Thanks. We got a uh, big, you know, big dishes being constructed. That's it. That's that's what it's all about. What's your favorite? AKA, what's your, AKA what's your, big dishes. Hashtag big dishes. <laughs> go nice. AKA the big dish. That's right, they so, call me, dude. That's that's right. In the streets, he's known as. I'll the be big building dish. big dishes this week. So in that, but yes. in that name, I was going to ask you. All right. Okay. Build the ideal Thanksgiving plate okay. right out of the gate here. All right, all right, all right. So the ideal Thanksgiving plate for me happens the day after Thanksgiving because it involves Sammy's. It involves the, my language. The, the, the leftover turkey sandwich. Thanksgiving to me is all about the leftovers and those. This multi, I agree. This meal that I replicate over and over again. <laughs> ad nauseum <laughs> or yep. at the opposite of what ad nauseum is right whatever yeah, no. the opposite of nauseum is. Uh, my goal is like four straight days of the same meal yes me too me too multiple <laughs> times over and over again right so so it's like uh like italian toasted bread uh very simple with uh turkey and mayo turkey from the leftover bird and mayo yep. and then like pile of mashed taters pile of stuffing like and i'm good at that point and then if there's other things that get added in there like i'm all for it like sometimes my mom will make meatball meatballs and sausage like in a crock pot for holidays i'm in if it's yep. uh like there's like if it's something like cheese beans something like that i'm in if it's uh like sometimes there's like been like a, a smashed potato kind of thing that that my mom would make which would be like a casserole that would have like cheese and bacon in with like mashed potatoes that's epic. If there's something like that, cool. Yep. There's pineapple stuffing that Tara makes that I know you're a fan of. I will say, oh yeah. <laughs> there's some of that for sure, but that's almost dessert stuff. And then like every time I have one of those massive plates, it has to be followed by some pumpkin pie. So that's a, I will replicate that over and over again as much as possible for multiple days. Can cannot go wrong, man. How about you? Uh, very similar. We okay. in the last couple of years we've gotten to this uh, leftover tradition which is we wrap, we have basically almost like the same exact ingredients as you, no mayo per se. I okay, use, I okay. do, I almost use like cranberry sauce as like a condiment fair enough, fair on enough. my sandwich vessel, sure, just a little, sure. you know, yeah, a little yeah. hint. But we do, we wrap it in crescent rolls oh, and bake it. And then it's epic. a little, a little gravy au jus. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. There's definitely gravy involved. There's definitely au yeah, jus yeah. gravy involved in my stuffing yeah. and my taters. Um, but love the uh, love the idea of the crescent roll. It's so good, man. Oh, God, it's so good. good. I did. I had like a remix this year. They make now, yeah. Because yeah. I only look at the crescent rolls one day a year. Of course, right? I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. So I got a little. Uh, they got a Hawaiian sweet roll oh, crescent okay. roll. Okay. Oh, that's so. I'm going to see how that. I mean, you know, a little remix. On but, strength, yeah, that's become on, like a, a leftover tradition. On the strength, I'm going to get some crescent rolls because because Dude. you just planted the seed in my head and in, in fertile fertile soil, you planted the seed. You know, it's a weird thing. I like you. You know, if you go out to eat or something, they'll like yeah. bring bread and butter or something yeah, to the yeah. table or whatever. You're like, yeah. ooh, like yeah, 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 I'm into it, right? Yeah. Sure. Especially if it's like good and warm or hot and like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm never at home. Like, man, I'd love some hot, like a hot roll and butter right now. Like, I sure. don't. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I'll yeah, put yeah. stuff on bread and yeah. I'll eat sandwiches and things like that, but I'm never like just a piece of bread. But like, right, sure. same thing, I never think like, oh, I'd love a crescent roll. But like Thanksgiving comes around now and I'm like, got to get oh, the yeah. crescent rolls. Yeah. Within the context. Oh, I strongly, rec- strongly recommend game changing vessel. Two, two Johns that I came across uh, from significant people in my life. One sending me something, it, you know, both through social media. Tara sending me something that she just saw, you know, one of the endless recipes that occurs on like Instagram. Yep. And then our boy Tall Shady, shouts to Tall Shady, our boy Jerry, yep. uh, just posting something in his in his um in his travels, his his eating tra- his Eaton's travels. Uh he's one one of the best uh local Eaton travelers we know. Oh yeah. Right? Gourmand. So the first one Tara sent me, which like it sounds weird, but incredibly dope. Somebody thought to take leftover stuffing. Mm-hmm. And use a waffle iron to make waffles out of leftover stuffing, and then make sandwiches with the waffles. It's a carb, right? Brilliant, right? Of course, <laughs> brilliant, right? I was like, yeah. yo, looked insane. So it was essentially like leftover stuffing waffles, 
And then in between, like wow. turkey and a layer of mashed and jam, you could use gravy or cranberry sauce. And I was just like, yo, insane, right? And then the second yeah. second one was, awesome. was, was Tall Shady posted like, I think it was like a local South Jersey bar. Like it might have been just like bar food, but Thanksgiving themed yeah. bar food. Uh, might have been one that's uh, the one that's near a country club back back home. Uh, but anyway, regardless. It was a Thanksgiving egg roll. Mm-hmm. So and, and, that's you know, a big thing now, dude. The egg roll. It, it, well, right. The egg roll. The egg roll outside of the context of, of Asian food. The egg roll with yeah, no, with right. Doing shit. like in the in the Philadelphia area, right? Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls. Hour, that's from the that's from the cat within an hour cast. in every direction of Philadelphia. Yeah. And I feel like even more so outside of Philadelphia sure, than of in Philadelphia. Of course, where yeah. tourists wouldn't be angered by it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just like it's speculation, but like, I feel like it's like, I'm 30 minutes from Philly. I could feel more Philadelphian sure, by having sure, this sure. thing. Yeah, watch okay, the Eagles. Yes. Watch it's It's like a bar food thing. So like the Eagles game is on Philadelphia cheesesteak egg roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I see like, that's like a thing now where it's like, it's a new way to present stuff that exists. Right. Like, all right, what's the name like a sandwich you like? We're going to put it in the egg roll version. Right, it's a right. new like, and they figured out like, we can make this easily. We can take the same thing we already had. Yep. Put it in the egg roll. Create a new so, like, that's like a modern wave. The yeah. egg roll wave is, uh, I might be peaking. I would say, like, let's I'm see in two years. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of the egg roll, the traditional egg roll in general, oh, yeah. and it's different cousins across the Asian cuisines, right? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, just the the this concept that then well, you're not wrong, these sort of bastardized, Americanized Philadelphia cheesesteak egg roll kind of thing, yeah. Except applied to Thanksgiving stuff, right? So it was, I I got the impression that it was like turkey, mashed mashed potatoes, and stuffing in an egg roll, and then. Your dips were gravy and cranberry sauce, and it yeah. looked. All, I got to admit, it looked awesome. I was like, I'm oh, sure. I mean, like, I'm not complaining. Like, even the cheesesteak ones, I'm like, like, you know. <laughs> Another thing about like the cheesesteak one is like right. it's really hard to get wrong. Well, of course, sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like average meat, average cheese, right, fried right. dipped in like a ketchup sauce. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. a, I mean, like a mediocre cheesesteak is still. It's like mediocre pizza. It's still like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still pretty good, um, right for sure. Yeah, but no, I think uh, it's all about the leftovers. You know, of course. Oh, speaking of day after football, weird, or day after Thanksgiving. Yes. Totally weird. This year. Black Friday football game. Friday at 3 o'clock, Dolphins Dolphins play. Dolphins, Jets. Yeah. Your most favorite. Am I I nuts? That has never happened before. Never happened before. Never happened before. And what is it about this year that they're like, are there no college football games? Or well, usually, people have... back, back in the day, I remember my pop saying to me, like, Fridays for high school, Saturdays right. for college, Sundays for pro, and they each respect that sure boundary and sort of odd yeah. level of football in that. But one, then right? they, when you get the bowl season, it's got right. kind of like, yeah. Of course, bowl, the bowls go, out the, bowls go out the window. There's usually a long period of a break between the last – uh, either the conference championships or the end of the regular season right. and then the bowl games, right? So there's usually like four weeks or whatever. Right. Um, so the NFL does whatever they want in that time period. Um, but yeah, I feel like maybe they're used it's to weird, man. It's three well, o'clock on a Friday. It's, but I think that uh, the, I think what they're doing here's a couple things. Here's some, some theories about it. One, the commercial is incredibly dope. I think it's, it's set to a Rolling Stone song and it just makes it seem more epic than it might be the Dolphins beating the the, the daylights out of the Jets. But then yep. two, um, uh, two, yeah. But two, uh, when I saw it, I thought to myself, "Okay, this is interesting." Immediately, I thought maybe there's no uh, college football of of any kind of prominence going on that day. But I also thought to myself, maybe they're placing the bet that a lot of Americans either have or take that day off. And then here's the ca- here's the real kicker: it's Amazon. Oh, they have to be. It's Play Amazon. Three, yeah. It's Amazon. It's Amazon. Oh, I see. So here's one more thing we bring you on Black Friday. Not only do they come to to us and buy all our stuff, but here's some football for you. You know? Well, yeah, and the NFL, all the sports leagues, because the NBA is now in talks 
I think with Amazon or one of them to do like sure. they're trying to peel off a thing like they did with Thursday night football, Monday night yep. football, Sunday yep. night football, yep. Friday. Now they're going to have the Halloween Friday game, like or you know the Thanksgiving uh, Friday game every year. It's yep. a weird yep. time of day though, even three o'clock. Yep. I don't know how they settled on that because even if people have you know I don't know it's weird um yeah so uh, there you go weird Thanksgiving kind of football going on this year um but you know I think it makes plenty sense you got the leftovers working yeah you know roll it right into the weekend no doubt it's a four day five day eating holiday it is it's the the most eaten holiday for sure. Absolutely. And so we, of course, as part of that, yes. Black Friday. Yes. We have some, a uh, couple fresh garments we're dropping. Fresh garments on the way. Uh, a Black Friday bundle that is like criminally discounted, I would say. Yep. It's got an some insane, extras in it. An it's insane some, deal. Got some extras in there as well. Not only, not only. That's two, what I'm two, saying. Like new products, but some extras. Incredibly dope. Yep. And uh, also discount. Yes. So what? Yes. So if you're not looking for what's in the bundle, you're looking for your go-to sup, and it's not one of those, we got you covered. No doubt. Uh, we got some new uh, apparel, hoodie, and T-shirt Yep. to keep you uh, freshly dressed. So yep. uh, by of, the time of, you're hearing of a this. A little bit of a different look and theme, but, but certainly dope. We are always evolving. Always. You know? Always. It's built into the brand. And that's it. That's and, it. And in the process of of uh, evolving, but in a way that brings back something epic. That's in the process as well. Shut your mouth. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, in this calendar year, my friend. Hopefully, in this calendar year, we're talking about big, something massive, things. And epic. Yes, power big moves things. only. That's power it. moves only. Of course. I'm um, excited about that. Of course. As so am I. As am I. We got all these things burners on the stove. Cooking. Always, always got Cooking. it. Several, several at a time. Several at a time, of course. That's right. Um, all right. So uh, you know, we were talking a little before in our pre-production meeting. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> we're professionals. We are, of course. I don't know if you noticed. I don't uh, know if they the noticed. Pro- proper pre-production meeting, of course. That's it. But we were talking about um, yeah, I have like this discount grocery store near me. Yes. Where it's like if like a case of something falls off the truck. Right. Right. Yep. And like, let's say a can of tomatoes exploded or something. Right. Or was dented. Right. They can't, the other 10 can't be sold in a supermarket. Right. And like a tradition. That. They won't go to like, there's a shop right or Acme or Publix, whoever you're from, whatever your chain, they right. won't sell it. They will reject and so it. So they send it to like this chain of stores. Right. And uh, that is the only place I've found where like a carbonated beverage is worth its price because it seems like uh, recently, like, like uh, not like I'm into soda or anything, right. but everyone's like, oh, maybe I'm like, do I want to? It's like, it's like twenty three dollars for a case of soda. Oh yeah, it's out of control, out of control, dude. Which I remember- has to cost like what eight cents a can to make? Oh, it's the cheapest shit. As guys world, who make stuff, yes. This is the thing, like, when you are a guy or a girl who, when you're a maker of stuff, yes, right, you get a, you get to peek behind the veil of like what stuff costs, right, right, and you see things differently, and you now like you know every single raw ingredient of every single thing on the planet, but like you know, you think you start to think in terms of margins and costs and all that kind of stuff, right, and soda. Now there are shipping and storage and all that. Sure. Like they're different things to, but like in terms of raw materials, we're yeah. talking like Jack squat. Oh, Jack squat, man. Like, you know, they'll say like, just for example, if you talk about when you go to uh, a Wawa or uh McDonald's or anywhere that has fountain sodas. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that'll blow your mind when you think about it, just from a product standpoint, like you said, as guys who make stuff, right. Is the realization that the, Cups cost more than the soda. Right. So the thing that you're consuming and the thing that you really value in this transaction is actually the cheap part. And the soda itself being much cheaper than the actual paper cup, right? Yep. 
So you realize when we're talking about cans and cardboard, when we're talking about plastic bottles, you're absolutely right. The shipping is where the expense is because everything involved, the 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 water, carbonated water and the syrup and the ingredients of the soda and then the packaging are dirt cheap, right? And like, you'll see now like where a two liter bottle of soda is two ninety nine, right? right? And like a maybe 16 to 24 ounce bottle of soda is like 249. Right. And then like where a, where a 12er, right? A 12 pack of your soda of choice is like 999, bro. It's like, yo, that is so expensive. Cause I, well, I, I remember, I remember like, like that's what 12 pieces of chicken should cost. Dude, no? <laughs> I know. I remember, I remember a 12 pack of soda where you could get three for 10, three for 10 bucks. Yeah. Right, sure, and, and where you could get like four or five two liter bottles of soda for five bucks, and now like f- five five two liter bottles would be fifteen bucks, right? And look, and maybe in a world three, of like three twelve packs would be thirty dollars. Yeah, maybe yeah, in a world yeah. of like four dollar five dollar monster drinks, like that. Oh, for sure. People have been conditioned to hey, no problem. That's, Think about that's what, a what it is. Costs. Think about what a coffee costs, right? Like, what's a Starbucks coffee run you on average? Got to be five bucks, right? At least. Oh five. yeah. Well, we talked about too. Also, like the Dunkin' drink with it was like oh, yeah. two entire handfuls of sugar. Yeah. In in drink, like yeah, man. You know, there's 100, a cost beyond just the cost. You know, the double cost. Oh, the, the sure. monetary cost of getting it, and then the monetary cost of the uh, health care you're going to need if that's if a consume, habit. If you consume those regularly, right? Yeah, I mean, Forget it. I believe that one um, that one Dunkin' Donuts coffee milkshake type beverage was like 180 some grams of sugar. Grams of sugar and like it's 1,500 calories. Absolutely yeah. insane, man. And it, like you're saying, like, and uh, not to like re- retread it, but like, yeah. it does nothing for your appetite. No, you're not going to have it no, and be like, no. I'm not hungry anymore. No, no, because right, because that's yeah. one of the biggest things with food, especially not talking about like, oh, it's oh, it's it's Mark's one milkshake per month kind of deal, and he's going to go all out and have a burger and fries and a, a milkshake, and it's X amount of calories. Caution the wind and gives right. a shit. Okay, that's fine. That everybody deserves one. That. One in quotes. Everybody one. Deserves, one in quotes. right. right. But what I'm saying is everybody deserves that. Like, especially sure. very active people. They earn what they earn it, right? They burn, they earn yeah. what they burn, whatever you, your phrase was yeah. last week, right? They do, they yeah. do. And and those those uh dietary rewards, though that should be like demonized. I, I completely believe that. That yeah. said, I feel like there's a predatory aspect to the unknown consumer purchasing these things on a regular basis and consuming them, and then like, you know, and then and there then, should almost be like a a, a disclaimer. A fullness score. Well, right. Or like a satiety. Satiety, right? The satiety index. Yeah. That's a thing. Is it? Like, so you can, is there like somewhere I can look up? I believe so. Yes. The satiety index. I'm looking this up right now. Yes. I believe there is. Um, I don't know. Uh, I know that it it weighs better. Oh, I've got a whole chart here. I love this. It weighs better for pro, as you can imagine, it weighs better for proteins and fats because they fill you more. They fill, they fill you far better. You know, we, uh, one of the things in our pre go ahead, go ahead. You can you can go on that. But one of the things in our pre-production meeting we talked about with zero, it's got to be a satiety index of a goose egg. It's got to be potato chips and anything like that. Because I feel like it's yeah. Like, well, I've got this great chart here, and okay. it's got like uh like a sp- it's like a spread chart. So it yeah. shows you where everything falls. Okay. On the nutrient density per serving or per calorie. Right. But so at the nexus of either. Right at the beginning, with a bite out of it as a donut, right. zero and zero. Right, you're getting no nutrition per calorie and no nutrition per serving. Right, nothing. Right, um, and so that's not going to fill you up at all. Now, this is nutrient density. Okay. Right. Yep. Is that the same thing? I don't like, know. Yeah, listen, I'm not an expert in the satiety index. I just I just knew that it existed and I knew that the concept was what food are you going to eat that will be the most filling for the least calories. So nutrient density would imply filling. Bang for the and I and I but I also think it's a nutrient density is also supposed to. And I might not. 
But when I say nutrient density, what I think is well, nutrients are filling, right? So like, right? Isn't right, that what makes sure, sure? But I also look at it as like um, bang for the buck, right? So right. what? How can I get the maximum amount of nutrients in the least? Now I'm saying for general health. I'm not saying for any specific athlete's purpose. Yep. I'm just saying for general health. The concept of when I say nutrient density, what I think is like, oh, it's got all of these. Um, macro and micronutrients in a small amount of calories, right? Sure. So maximum bang for the buck. Most, most, uh, most protein, healthy fats, most yep. vitamins and minerals, etc. Et in a single food that doesn't have a massive caloric. I would say that's totally accurate. Right. I'm just reading through this more, and the way I might describe it is that. If you eat something and it's not providing you nutrition, so if it's not dense nutritionally, right. Right. you're still going to crave those nutrients. Cool. Makes sense. And so you need things that satisfy those cravings. Now, you, you hear the phrase, satisfy cravings. It sounds like having a midnight snack or having right. a sweet tooth. I right. got to satisfy. Sure. Those are not things. That's a different craving. Right. Your body is, has needs. For sure. Healthy needs yeah. that you have to satisfy. And if you eat a donut, it's not going to satisfy right. any of them. Right. You're still going to be hungry. So you just ate all those calories plus the calories you're still going to have to find. And that's why it was bad for you. And so here I'll just give you some of the more nutrient-dense things. That yeah. Per serving and per calorie, these are the ones at the apex of both. All right, Kick At the, the very nose. top. Yes, kick the nose. Lamb liver. Wow. Chicken livers up there. Wow. And so that's pretty good. Um, yeah. Egg yolks, full eggs up there. At all? Eggs are pretty good. Okay. They're pretty good. Um, they're 50% on per serving and okay. like 35% per calorie. Okay. So I'll give you like the top range here. So you have the oh, lamb yeah. liver, the chicken river, yeah. liver, salmon. Okay. Beef steak, in, and they specified this. When you eat the, including eating the fat. Okay. So, you, like, it's interesting that they make yeah. that note. Like, you yeah. have to eat the fat too for it to qualify. Well, sure. And I mean, I, I think you know this. Go so not to cut you off. I want you to continue. Yeah. Where are you going, right? But just a little side note, right? Sidebar. It, it, it makes perfect sense, right? Because you know the difference in how you feel, right? And this isn't yep. saying feel. I'm not saying feel like better or worse. Oh, I feel amazing. Oh, I feel like shit. I don't mean it like that. I mean just fullness, yeah. fullness in general, right? Think about. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times where I've eaten like really lean beef, for example, mm -hmm. with a simple carbohydrate, whatever the hell you want to say, pasta or rice or whatever, and no, not much fats or anything, ate it, a, a substantial meal, and then was yeah. starving an hour later. Like my body burned right through it, right? Because it was just lean protein and, mm -hmm. you know, you know, and an easily, pro easily digested carb like pasta or rice or whatever. And it's yeah. like... You're, body blasted through it now if there was fat on the meat and if there was olive oil on the on the carbs and and you know uh you know greens and all that in with that meal now all of a sudden the meal becomes a lot more substantial if there's fiber sure. with that meal all of a sudden it's much more filling but there's a huge difference between eating like a, a really lean meat and then a fatty meat all right go ahead no, no that's great yeah. um yeah. so yeah those are the top ones a uh, sirloin steak it's also yeah. up there. Yep. Um, even canned salmon and tuna are pretty high up. Mussels sure. and shrimp, even chicken wings. Okay. Now, sure. Obviously, it's it's not fried. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, yeah. No, buffalo wings are not the way to go. No, no, right. Um, but right, chicken but it wings. Be, it would be those chicken, the chicken wings, the chicken thighs, probably eating the skin also, right? But those are yeah, the chicken breast eating the skin makes yeah. a difference for sure. Yeah, sure. That gets you up to fifty percent density. For yep. serving, yep. Um, um, now there are some that are super dense in terms of nutrient per serving, but just not in terms of calories. So they're super low calories. So now you're okay. talking vegetables. Okay, sure. Like asparagus, broccoli, watercress, zucchini, Brussels sprouts. Those are uh, asparagus. I said right. Yeah. Kimchi. There's a sleeping uh, ingredient, sure. like how much kimchi are you going to eat? Nah, I'm yeah. not going to eat a ton, but right. it's a good, good thing good if it's for, on your good plate. For good for digestion, too, right? Anything fermented is so Absolutely. good for digestion. Sour, just like sauerkraut. It's the Korean cousin of sauerkraut. 
Right. So the, if you're looking for nutrient density, but low calorie, yep. spike all of your meals with, uh, you know, some spinach. Yep. Yep. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, and you're going to get, you know, it's 40% density per serving nutrition density, right. but 95% per calorie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. And we were saying that right about nutrient density when you first said it to me, like my impression of what it means is like bang nutritional bang for the buck from and the, when I yeah. say the buck, I mean the calorie, right? So nutritional bang for your caloric buck, right? What's the most nutrition I can get into less and less calories? You know, I think that's the, that's, that's like the gold standard of nutrient density is, is figuring that yeah. out. Um, Very interesting that the top two things were liver. I mean, that's why it is interesting. And, and, you know, I don't eat it. I don't eat it. And I know I should. Um, and not, not like, uh, not, no, no reference to the liver King or any of that bullshit, but something I heard so long ago, and it's, you know, it's like a first world problem thing, right? Like we eat a lot of the less nutrient dense protein sources, right? Like, um, if you told somebody from a third world country, right, that you just eat the chicken breasts and you just eat the egg white. Yeah, they'd look at you like, "What? Are you fight? What? Like, what? How privileged we are, right? First of all, but then secondarily, right? Like that we're not eating the stuff with all the nutrition in it. We're eating right. some of the stuff with all the protein in it, but not all the nutrition in it, right? And it's like, um, it, you know, a, a thing that that uh, an indication from nature of what the most nutritious thing is. And I'm sure this came up on the cast before. Is that right. if the lion hunts the gazelle? And he, and he uh, catches the gazelle and eats the gazelle. The first thing the lion eats are the organs. Yeah. Not because the or- he thinks the organs taste the best, because the organs no, are I where know. the nutrition is. The organs are where the nutrition is. He doesn't eat the lean meat, right, of the yak. <laughs> right? He doesn't eat the lean meat of the yak. He eats the organs first because that's where all the dense nutrition is. Not only is there protein, but there's all these fats, and there's all these vitamins and minerals. So that's what that's what the, the animal eats in nature. It eats the most nutritious part of the I mean, animal. so speaking of an animal in nature, a show yes. that I like that I've told you about, I'm sure I'm sure you've mentioned it in the cast in the in the past, but it's yes. called Alone. And it's right. on the history channel, right? And the right. premise yep. is like, How long yep. can you last alone in the woods? Right. This is like uh, I just watched a couple recently where they're like in Saskatchewan, they can bring like ten items. And they leave them with cameras and they say goodbye and they go and people stay 50, 60, 70 days in the wilderness, right? Right, right. And um, so hunting and trapping and fishing and all these things, it's the only way to sustain yourself if you can't find it. You have a phone where you can call and quit and you're done. And it's like 10, 12 people and whoever lasts the longest wins a cash prize, something like that, right? But one of these seasons... Very rarely, they're always trying to do some big game hunting and catch a bear, a moose, something like that, right? Because right. they're like, if I could just get one of those, right? I've got a huge advantage over it. Like that could be a month's worth of food right. for sure. one person, sure. you know, two months. Yeah, They drive food out, they dry fish, they store it. Amazing skills people have. But in right. this one um, uh, season, a guy caught a moose. Okay. Okay. But he didn't catch any fish or anything else. Okay. So he had like 300 pounds of meat. <laughs> wow. Okay. But was not doing well because that's wow. all he had. Right. Wow. He couldn't sustain himself on the, you know, the, the percentage of his diet. Right. Didn't have enough fat in it because the meat was so lean. You know, it's wild that you say that. And, and uh, somewhere else I came across it. And I'm trying to think of what it is, but it's very much related to what you just said, right? I believe that there's animals endure this also, and I want to say that it's a it's a it's a uh, a plight of a predator, and it's essentially I, I, there's a phrase for it. I guarantee you probably can pull it up quickly, yeah. quickly. But the concept is this: here's this predatory animal. Let's say it's a wolf. Right. And the only thing the wolf can get its hands on are rabbits. And rabbits are so lean that the wolf starves. Right. Eating, even though he's got plentiful rabbits. Yeah, yeah. There's not enough of the other nutrients in the rabbit. There's just lots of protein. 
and he basically starves on like an all protein diet, right? right? Because they're small animals and the nutrient density isn't there that he needs to survive. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a, that's a thing. And it's exactly the same thing you're talking about. This, this hunter can't, yeah. can't sustain himself off of this very lean, large, of course, but very lean animal. All large. the protein he could ever hold, like All in his wildest dreams. Yep. Hit the protein lottery. Yep. And he's thinking like, oh man, like this never yeah. happens. I'm the, right. they're definitely the only one doing this. I'm yep. going to win, yep. change my life, yada, yada. And they're yep. like, but he couldn't catch a fish to save his life. Crazy. And the thing that the fish provides is the fats. Right. There's fats exactly. in the fish. So, yeah. There's fats in the fish. And I think that once there's fats in the fish. And I think that once that guy probably had consumed the organ meats, if yep. he even thought to. Oh, no, absolutely. If he even Right away. To, like these guys, okay. no, no shame. They know these yeah, guys right. know better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, so they're right. So anybody who's seasoned, and that's not referring to you and I. I'm no, I'll like try and be tough for me. I'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, same, same. Yeah. But I'm talking about, but but like even you and I having this conversation, you and I might be one step further than than the next person who would just think, like you said, protein bonanza. All I need is the lean protein. Who gives? Well, a I'll shit. tell you that right I, now. I, I the would, next time, like, and it's funny because like chicken liver is like a slang term for like worthless. <laughs> right. Sure. And here it is, the best food, arguably. Well, you know what's funny? You know what else is funny, bro? Speaking of worthless, also, I believe, very inexpensive at the supermarket. Yeah. Chicken livers, I believe, are very inexpensive at the supermarket. Let me look it up. Yeah. How yeah, much I, does chicken liver cost? On average. I feel like it's not a lot. I want to say, hold on, don't quote me, but I want to say like less, no. like maybe three bucks a pound. Two forty nine. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Now, those are like prep branded right sure oh no a dollar 96 at walmart you can get purdue chicken livers imagine that right imagine that right and think about think about how much i mean that's 1.25 pounds so a dollar 57 a pound pretty crazy chicken livers and it is the most nutrient dense for maybe the best thing you could eat right and it's wild right because we sit here and we think about um we think about chicken right and like we, we were just reminiscing on when when i could get all my favorite diet sodas for for a mere shilling right and yeah. the same concept right you think about like when you could easily get chicken breasts for a dollar 99 a pound sometimes dude sometimes you get it on sale for like 99 cents a pound right and and now dude now you're looking at you're looking at a crazy sale if it's 3.99 well what i'm what's crazy to me now like i'm it, let, hold on, I'm doing some math here. All right. Name a type of soda. Who better to do the math? Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew. All right. So I'm looking at, all right, you know, 12 pack of the tall bottles. Okay. Are six bucks. 12 pack or a six pack? This says a 12-pack. All right, that's not bad. I'm getting all. some good Walmart deals here. Yeah, What's yeah, going on? Good, not really not to plug Walmart. Shouts to Walmart. All right, but no, I'm seeing plug, seven really bucks for 12 cans. Okay. No, yeah, well, but seven well, is still not cheap. Acme, not, not 10 bucks for t- Acme, yeah. 10 bucks for 12 cans. Dude, and wouldn't you, okay. know that, wouldn't you know that Acme is the closest supermarket to me, too? Of course. Like, oh, their prices are crazy, too. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I always end up going all – well, here's the thing. I always end up going to Aldi when I'm being smart. When I'm looking for convenience, I go to Acme, and then I, every time I'm like, "Why does anyone go here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the of the premium you're paying for what? Why am I paying a premium for this? Just because of the convenience? Because it's location where I live. That's, that's what it. they're they're that's bastards. It. just that's yeah. it. Um, I what I was looking up and like you know when you think of chicken livers being like this miracle food. Yes, really. Yes. Yep. I mean, you know, right there with lamb liver, these two livers. Yep. Are probably the best foods. Crazy, right? right? Yep. Nutrient density. Yep. Nutritional value. Filling you up. Yep. Giving you what you need. These are the only two things that crack um, 80, 90%. Wow. You know, of wow. checking the boxes. Yep. And they cost almost as much as soda. Crazy, right? You have to yeah. harvest them from an animal. Yep. yep, yep. Multiple, you have to harvest. I don't know how many chicken livers. 
fucking one two point two five pounds. Right. God, God knows. You know what I mean? But like, think of the processing and of all of that versus making a soda. Right. And I think first world, first world problems. I think that we don't just generally as a society, we don't eat those. um, We don't eat those food sources anymore in America, right? We don't really eat organ meats in America. And I think like even like 50, 50, maybe definitely a hundred years ago, our, our perspective on that stuff was completely different. We ate all, I mean, I'm sure everybody, everybody, everybody they were raising them in their backyard, you know, like, everybody everywhere ate that kind of stuff. Right. And we don't, we don't anymore. And you think that we don't anymore because we evolved beyond it. But the truth of the matter is it's like to our detriment that we don't eat them. Um, yeah. Now here's a question. How do you prepare them to taste best? Cause I think that's probably one of the big hangups, right? Probably one of the big hangups is that people don't like how that shit tastes. Right. So how would you make it so that it tastes best, you know? They have a very strong flavor, for sure. Right. Little rubbery texture. Right. Little bitter. Right, right. Um, That's the thing, right? How do you figure out how to make them so that you can eat them on a regular basis? Little meaty. Okay. Caramelized onions. I can Help. see that. Sure. sure, liver and onions, you've heard that forever, right? That's that's yeah. a common thing, right? It's very common. You know. That's the thing. It's got to figure out how to prepare them in a way that tastes best, right? And then well, what you probably... do is you get a crescent roll. Anything with a crescent roll. Right? <laughs> I mean, if I put all the Well, you get the best bread in the world. We talked about it. We talked about it too, right? The best bread in the sure. world. You put anything on it, and it's an amazing sandwich, right? So... Just get some really good bread and make make some chicken livers and you'll have a chicken liver sandwich. Wow, it's funny. I mean, I guess yeah. that's maybe that's why they're cheap. So, like, I've had like in a you know, if I put my pinky up as I pate as in a pate. I knew you were like, that. Yeah, for sure, he's really good. like that's like the only you don't see like liver. No, you know what I mean. Like you don't see it prepared whole liver. Right, like there's nowhere you like I could think to get you know outside of like a butcher, or yeah, the, well, I the, feel like, you know I feel like like that's another one right like beef liver right like where do you come across that you would have to probably go to a a, bar, a, a, a butcher to get that I would think yeah right because I don't I, but I know you see chicken liver at a regular supermarket I do but I think it's the only liver that you see there but like I mean so like, I'm just looking at like a pate recipe right because okay. my first thought was like have I ever had it. Yep. And that's the only form I've ever had it in. And it tastes good. Me too. I agree. I've had it. I thought, I thought it was really good. good. Yep. And so I'm just looking at a recipe right here. Shallots, garlic, brandy, capers, and thyme. Blended okay. smooth. Okay. You know, this is yeah. like a, it's like a liver hummus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, it's just that see, I'm, you know, I you think it's slap, a, You could slap that on anything. Come on. I mean, yep. I, you know, like... I, I'm gonna, you know, I gotta make some chicken liver. Yep. Put some, um, is it boom boom sauce? Mamba. What's, what's it? What do you say? Mamba. mamba. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta dip, I'm gonna dip some chicken liver into some mamba sauce. Yeah. And yep. cross some uh, bucket list stuff off here. But well, uh, yeah, pretty pretty interesting. I, I know. Um, I, I want to say he was watching something like this. It might not have been this, but like something like Bourdain. Yeah, or something like uh, Bronson. Fuck, that's delicious. One of something like that, where they right. were eating somewhere, they were eating ethnic food somewhere, and someone was preparing something with liver, and I thought that looks absolutely amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it can be done. There is no doubt it can be done. Um, it's just a matter of one. I think it, it's a matter of your perspective and intentions entering into that, right? And yep. uh, and being a little bit open minded, and also just the understanding of of all the nutrients that are in there. Scopes to to make to to uh, link this directly to what we do every day. Um, one of the OG supplements ever in this in the sports nutrition game in the earliest days of the sports nutrition were desiccated liver, right? Wow. Desiccated liver tabs. Liver tabs that are still around to this day. Multiple companies still make them, but you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, one of the go-to supplements for people who trained with weights and were looking to add muscle was liver tabs. 
And all it was was, you know, uh, desiccated, defatted, dehydrated liver in tablet form. And yeah. it was a, it was a, a, a considered an incredibly valuable source of amino acids and protein. And, you know, uh, one of those things that's really interesting, right? Because if we sit here and we think about how nutrient dense liver is, and what, you know, such, I know even without the fat, what a source of protein and B, amino acids and B vitamins. Yeah, it's it's a complete protein. It's got all nine amino acids. Yep, sure. And if for every hundred grams of chicken liver, you're getting like twenty five grams of protein. Incredible, right? And it's like the, those uh, those earliest um, you know supplement pioneers had already identified that fact and thought, yep. hey, how can we how can we make it easy for people to consume this on a regular basis because it's going to positively impact their their training, their performance, their their physique, their uh, body composition, their general health. Crazy. So every time you want a donut, yes. if you just have <laughs> chicken liver instead. That's it. Close your eyes you and imagine just, this chicken soda. liver is a Boston cream. If you could replace every soda yes. with chicken liver. With a chicken liver beverage. Now we're talking. <laughs> That's all. Carbonated. You know? Let's go. That's it. You go, the, you go to the Coca-Cola freestyle machine and it has the, the liver setting. You know, right, you can, right now we're going to design a supplement. We're going to name it, flavor it, chicken liver flavor. Yes. Lively. What do you, all right, let's go. Ch- lively chicken liver. No. <laughs> chicken, chicken liver Live by longer. the code. Yes, liver, liver by, by the code. Chicken liver by the code. Liver by the code. I love it. That's it. Collect a million dollars. Collect a million dollars. Ready to drink. Yep. But I. what's interesting is that um, when we talk about uh, trends and culture and industries and marketing and consumer psychology and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, the, the dude, the liver king, who yeah. obviously it's built into his name, um, sure. he's a very controversial figure. One of the things he was pushing for was the consumption of organ meat, right? And uh, now he does so, I think, in raw form and all that, but... We talked about 70 years ago, you know, the OG supplement pioneers making liver tablets as a prominent supplement. You got to think that the future, what, you know, what's old becomes new again, right? Of course. That, that there will be brands, more and more brands who sort of prominently feature those kind of products, you know, and, and, and maybe, maybe to the benefit, maybe to the benefit of the, of the, the consumer, you know? I mean, just breaking it down, it's a, it's a wonder food for sure. Yep, I'm surprised to see it. I mean, it makes total sense now, but I was not, not expecting that to pop up. And uh, it's the opposite of junk food. Can you I know? give? Can I give? That's one, how I would describe it. Of course. Can I give one more liver liver anecdote? I mean, this is the liver cast. So can I give? Right, it up. <laughs> can I give one more? All right. So here's a liver anecdote. Uh, completely bro science and half cocked, and probably only with left with half truths and the facts that are remaining. Yep. my accessible storage brain, okay? But there are people who believe that a way to detox yourself, because the liver is the primary detox organ of the body, right. that a way to uh, enhance your own liver and to um, further detoxify your system is to consume liver. So eating liver, the idea, the theory is that eating liver is good for your liver, which by extension is then good for your body in general because it helps rid you of toxins. Interesting. Interesting. Don't know how true, but I know that there's people who are adherents to that. It's like, does eating lung help me breathe? You know, like. Does eating lung make your lung stronger? Does eating brains make you smarter? (laughs) Look it up. Is eating liver good for my liver? <laughs> there are people who believe so. No clinical data. Well, okay. To support it as a weight loss cleanser. Okay. Greens. You want to right. detox your body, man? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's an ad for life right here. Enter ad for life for G Code Nutrition Life right here. I don't see any evidence that eating liver helps you detox. No, no. And just okay, thinking no. of 
Don't don't look up the don't look or don't you gotta here you gotta frame this Google this Google search. Okay, go ahead. But say is eating liver good for my liver? Detox is a strong word. I only used it because the liver is the detoxing organ. Uh, he's reading right now. He's, he's researching. B12. It's got a lot of B12. It does for sure. A lot of B vitamins. Okay, so that helps your liver. Okay. Because um, it aids in the synthesis of certain enzymes okay. involved in detoxification. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it's in, in the aspect of getting some vi- vitamin B12. Okay. But I would, my immediate thought is if you want B12. Yes. And greens also help detox. Right. Then eat some greens. Then eat some greens if this Dark. is your goal. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I sit here and I think like all of a sudden dark leafy greens and liver together sound sure. like, like a wonder, like a, in terms of general health. Like, Oh, my God. Know, right. Yeah. Well, especially in terms of uh, absolutely in terms of general health, um, but especially in terms of uh, this index we're looking at where um, one is the most dense per calorie serving and the other is the most dense per calorie. Right. You know, right. if you're like, if you were ever mixed like watercress right. and lamb liver. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Now you are talking about like high octane premium right. gasoline. Right. Sure. Um, have, you, have you, I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. I'm wondering what lamb liver costs. I'm sure that's I a lot more, a lot I, more expensive. I don't know how much more expensive, but probably also harder to find, I would say. That's a big part of it. You can't get that at Walmart. Yeah. Um, you know, $10 a pound. Okay. Well, I mean, you compare that to a lot of protein sources, that's not even that bad. I mean, you know, it's... it's no, I mean, considering that you're getting up. premium nutrition yeah. in it. Sure, of course. Versus what other proteins are $10 a pound. Right. You know? Right. Well, like, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like, you can get you can get salmon, you could get bison... You know, those aren't, those aren't cheap. Um, yep. You know, you can get, you can get them here at a good price. Sometimes you get grass fed ground beef, um, you know, at a decent price if you, if you know where to look for it. But, um, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, putting a premium on the, on, on the quality of the food you eat and as it relates to your general health. Have you seen, go on Instagram, have you seen a gentleman named Eddie Abu? I've heard the name. Okay, Eddie Abu, A-B-B-E-W, was a uh, pro bodybuilder. I think his heyday was probably like late 90s, early 2000s. Um, British gentleman, I think maybe via Ghana. Um, and he's uh, a trainer. I think he owns a gym there. He's certainly like a, become like a bit of a social media influencer, largely because he constantly just rails against processed foods. <laughs> so he's like the type to walk through a British supermarket and point out all the food that is marketed as being healthy for you. And then to let you know, this is shit, man, this is shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Right. And this right. But, but largely not just like that, the stuff that you already know is shit is shit, but the stuff that that is being marketed as being good for you is actually also shit. Right. Yeah. 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 And so like one of the things that I find interesting is like, seeing what he eats right and now what he eats is more extreme and this goes back to our our diet cult conversations and about how people are like all or nothing but i still watch what he what he wrecked what he eats on a regular basis and at the very least i take notes and i think to myself all right even if my diet isn't constructed the way his is which is so sort of extreme if i have more of those things that he eats in my diet probably a good thing right absolutely the ability to to take those things out and, you know, to, to extract from these different influences or different uh, prominent diets to extract value from them and, and to find ways that they can benefit you and your program and what you do on a daily basis, that's the best thing possible. And the thing that I noticed with him is that he eats lots of whole eggs, lots of liver and lots of greens. So there, there it is. I mean, it's kind of right along the lines of what we were just talking about. Like he's makes a lot of sense. Certainly on to something, but I see like the meals he eats and the meals he eats, they're they're usually low carbohydrate, lots of protein, lots of healthy fats. Then you know uh, vegetables incorporated in there. Um, you know the least processed foods. 
It's, you could say this is all the cleanest thing you could eat. Pretty much the cleanest thing you've eaten. The yes. cleanest thing you've eaten. You should be eaten. Which brings <laughs> us <laughs> the cleanest thing you should be eaten. All right. Well, well before before we go there, one thing I was going to yeah. say, because I know we, we, we're trying to keep it tight in the PowerCast, but one of the big aspects of what we're talking about today, we're deep in the holiday, the what I know as the holiday vortex, which runs from October 31st to January 2nd, which yeah. is essentially... Uh, a time where uh, it's like the witching hour. Have you heard of the, the witching gauntlet. hour? Have you heard of the witching hour in the NFL? What they call it now? It's like it's like the the period in the one o'clock games and the four o'clock games where all the games are going sideways one way or another. Right, right, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Where like the you know winners become losers and losers become winners. Right. It's yep. like I feel like it's that for your year as it relates to nutrition. Right. Like, yeah. In this time of year, right? Can go and off the rails. It could easily, right? And my thing is like, why not figure out a way to embrace that? And when I say embrace that, I just mean like, okay, if there's going to be an influx of more calories, let's just make sure we're prioritizing our training and putting the calories to good use, right? And I think about like some like prior traditions in my life, right? Like back in the day, it started this long ago, but back in the day working at the Brigham Team Fitness Center growing up, right? When I was in high school and in college, and how I would always take the shifts on the holiday. If, if I was obviously, if, if, if I was staying home with my folks and just with my friends or whatever, right, family coming to us, I would always take the shifts at the gym on the holidays, right? Right. Because the gym's pretty low key. And if I'm going to be there, I'm going to train. So might as well get a workout in because now, now I'm going to go home and I'm going to better utilize all the calories that just come with the holidays. Sure. So like, I think that that's like, that's such like a, 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 a like a life hack. For this time of year, don't avoid the delicious foods. Don't don't avoid gatherings with the people you care for. Right, like that's what life's all about. But in the process of doing it, figure out how to get your workouts in. Figure out yep. how to get your workouts in, and then it doesn't. It makes these uh, food decisions, which can compound and really go sideways on you, less and less catastrophic because you're 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 earning you're earning it right. You're earning those extra calories. You're earning those meals, and you your body in a trained state, your body doing cardio, your body lifting weights, your body pushing itself uh, is now better processing calories. So, you know, instead of uh, looking at this time of year with like a doom and gloom as if it's going to ruin your, your, your physical goals, instead embrace it and just say, Hey man, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to eat what I'm going to eat what, what I want. I'm going to enjoy myself. And in the process, I'm going to get these workouts in. And I think yep. like, if you do that, you just put yourself in so much of a better place, like uh, psychologically, um, emotionally, and how those psychological and emotional things impact your physical being, right? Yep. Like, remember, we talked about on a cast not too long ago, where uh, this dude, uh, Milo Sarsev, who was, a, a, he was like a diet guru, training guru, um, the prominent bodybuilder himself, a Yugoslavian guy, I believe. And he was talking about like how if you go into a meal, a, a cheat meal, burger, the burger and fries and milkshake we talked about before, and you think yeah. to yourself, this meal is going to destroy my physique goals, and I'm going to be fat as a result of this, and I'm going yeah. to take three steps backwards, and this is just a, a nightmare, right? It's a disaster, right? And you think those negative thoughts, and you know you release cortisol because you're stressed over it, and right, and you put yourself in this bad frame of mind in eating these foods. Maybe those foods are going to impact your body differently than if you go into it and say, you know what, I, I, I train really hard. I deserve this. I'm going to enjoy this. And it's going to have no negative impact on me, right? And it's like if you right. can go into eating that meal with that mindset, I bet you those calories are going to impact Well, you said from body. October 31st through January, I say January 2nd. 2nd. Yep. That's that's two months out of yep. 12. That's a that's sixth right. of the year. Yep. You can't just write that off. Of course not. And be like, oh, well, yeah, I'll start January 2nd. Right. Six, undoing 60 straight days of carnage. Right. Um, right. And think, you of have two, to, yeah. and think of the two. Right. Agreed. 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 Not to cut you off. Please finish that thought. No, no, but, no. but what I was saying is like those two thoughts, the two thoughts that can correlate to that are both negative. Right. The first one is, uh, oh, man. I'm going to blow off these, these eight weeks or I'm going to blow off these two months, just eat whatever, who gives a shit. I'll figure it out in the new year. Terrible <laughs> state, of, state of mind. And the <laughs> other one, unless it's really goal oriented, the other one, like I'm going to deny myself of all joy <laughs> for two sure. months through the holidays. Right. 
that's right. also a terrible perspective, right? Like yeah. neither of those are productive. In the, like most, like most things in the middle is, Moderation. is the best. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And being, and like you said, being mindful. Okay. If this is the time of year that I tend to eat more and I tend to have more, more gatherings and there's more festive stuff going on and I tend to eat more junk food or whatever. All right. Well, I'm certainly not going to miss my workouts. And if I do that, good things will happen. You know, that's it. That's it. So with that in mind, yes. With good habits in mind. Yes. <laughs> At what moment did you have the least discipline? <laughs> the segment Let me ask you a two-part question. Looks Every, the segment everyone looks forward to. Go ahead. I'm going to ask you two, a two-part question. What's okay. the dirtiest thing you've eaten? Okay. And what do you predict will be the dirtiest thing you shall eat? Wow. Over this holiday weekend. Wow. All right. So the answer to that after the best intro in the game starts now. Nah. The food cast. I'm dying for a quesadilla. From Fat Boy Sunday to Fat Boy Sunday. We got 30 tacos on the Colossal table. Colossal quarter the pound bowl burgers. Of 115 breakfast A couple of sixers wow. and like Eight donuts. Okay. Reese's Pops are better than peanut butter Captain Crunch. They're taking stem cells and they're making hamburger meat. I'm generally a Ben and Jerry's guy. Peel and eat shrimp. That's my thing. Fried toenails. Some man- they're pretty manly kind of fucking snack. Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls. Eat this whole fucking tray. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. Food cast. Stack again. The food cast. All right. All right. So, shouts to Derek Malone in that beautiful, beautiful intro. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what is the dirtiest thing I've eaten? All right. I'm going to give you something dirty that I eaten, but it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. But I, uh, Tara's uh, birthday was this past week, and she made a very simple, you know, she's quite the baker, but this was not nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Right. Okay. All right. But she made a basic sheet cake. It was like okay. a funfetti sheet cake with cream cheese, with cream cheese icing, bro. And it was unbelievably good. I believe fantastic. It. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Could have done a million things to make it fancier. Yep. Didn't need it. Didn't need it at all. It was just amazing. Just amazing in what it was. I, I agree. I mean, I think like a lot of times with dessert, it can be that way. You know, if you if you play it right, even like mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream. With like one ingredient added to it, can be as good as and along those lines. Since this is a dirt, the appropriate segment. Yes, of course. And we were talking earlier about like uh, the cost of soda and all that stuff. Another and like it's just tough to justify. Like I'm going to spend ten dollars on soda today. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Of course. It just seems like too significant of a purchase. Ice cream is one of those things where like. The prices have gone up and stuck. Right. I feel like in the last oh, couple sure. of years. For sure. Where like, like a, a, like a pint of Ben and Jerry's, if you go to like an Acme, might be like seven bucks. Oh, and it yeah. used to be Ice like cream. you could get them for like two eighty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you get the sales on them where it's like two for five and stuff. Yeah, right. for sure. Like that's it's like, as it's rare. Enough. It's rare these days. And so just a little uh, for the eateners out there, for the fatty eaters out yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, you can get a pint of vanilla ice cream like from any brand, like pretty yeah. cheap, okay. and you can spike that. Okay. With your spiking of choice. Nice okay. leftover Halloween candy. It could I, right Halloween candy, anything like that, sure, dude. Sure, sure. Uh, and it could be fruit. It could sure. be. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it could be anything like that. It'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it'll probably be fresher, and better, you know, less lethal for sure. you. Than the processed, manufactured fixins that no come doubt. baked into the fixins packed ice cream, and it's going to be you know you can get like a pound of uh, whatever your you know uh, berries, yep, 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 and the vanilla ice cream, and that covers you for you know it's ten times better for you and it's cheaper, and it, and you'll have. 10 servings of fruit left over. And along those same lines too, right? What you know for sure is that uh, just in terms of like uh, shopping hacks and some of the stuff we do, right? Like there's always one on sale, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. if you go to the supermarket, even if you're stuck at Acme, there's always one of the ice creams is on sale, right? Like one of the ones that where there's like the half gallons, right? So if it's Friars or Turkey Hill or Edie's or Tillamook or, you know, yeah. or, or even a store brand, whatever. There's always some, uh, you know, absolutely a promotion for one of those that's on sale. So yeah, if you go and you pick a more plain ice cream, one of the ones that's on sale, and it's a fraction of the price of the ones with the fixings, and now you are 
in control of the fixins. You are the god of the fixins. You can, and and theoretically, right? You can create ice creams that don't even exist. Sure. Right? Like you can make the th- themed ice cream that that uh, if there's like uh, if you love oatmeal pies and there's no oatmeal pie ice cream, you could go make the oatmeal pie ice cream, right? Like, I I should go do the that. The world is right your now, oyster. I think, you're right. <laughs> I think that's a great. I actually so this is my eat. I actually did this yes. this weekend. Okay. All right. So I told you I was at this grocery outlet store near me that yes. has like oh love this it. fell off the truck prices. Love it. love it. And so they had like a like you know like wafers. But like the sure. wafers were like crumbled, package is sealed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, Van- who wants vanilla, a crumbled like vanilla, vanilla wafers? Yeah. Right well, they had, a, they had mango wafers that were crumbled. Interesting, interesting. Okay. And so I bought vanilla ice cream. Nice. Not that this is any healthier than no, a Ben no, and Jerry. That's okay. That's okay. That's fine. But if I got like a two dollar pint of vanilla and yeah. a twenty five cent bag of crumbled wafers, nice. And for two twenty five instead of seven bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hashtag. Eaten shortcut or oh, eaten man. life hack. I love it. <laughs> Fat life hack. I don't know what you want to call it. I love it. No, it's um, amazing. Yeah. But it worked out. And, uh, and I, have another, I have another question for you related okay. to what I think will be. I mean, there's certainly pumpkin pie happening. Yes. Got that on the menu. No, no doubt. But I think there's like three ways to say this other type of pie. Okay. I'm going to spell it for oh, you. Well, you I, already know what it is. Yeah. You, know what I, you know what? You were reading my mind. Because I was about to make an anecdote related to what you're about to ask. You're about to say P-E-C-A-N. Pecan. I would pecan? say, let me say, oh, pecan. I, would, I would say, pecan. see, it's weird because I'm thinking about it instead of just saying it. I, I would say pecan is what I would say. Pecan. I would say pecan. pecan. So you first said pecan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now you say pecan. Well, it's because I'm thinking pecan. about it. And it's pecan. I, I've yeah. certainly said all three variations of that. But but the reason I was even going to mention it is because there's a Ben and Jerry's pecan 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 pie uh, flavored ice cream now, which sounds awesome. So according to Google, yes, the Googles, it's pecan pecan. Okay, pecan. I believe that P U H K A A N pecan pecan is the right way to say it. Yeah, I think I. But probably, I think like pecan pie. I think I most certainly <laughs> probably say pecan, but I've I've no doubt said pecan also. It's one of those things where I I don't know if I consistently say the same thing each time. I don't think I do either. I think yeah, I funny. I think there's probably four pronunciations, and I rotate them on yes. a regular basis. Yes. It's all about depends where you are. It, it's funny though that you were going to yeah. ask about that pie, and then I was going to tell you about it about the Ben and Jerry's flavor, new ice cream flavor that was that. Pecan pie looks awesome. Looks awesome. I think that if you're at a Cracker Barrel, it's pecan. Yeah, and if you're sense. anywhere else, it's pecan. I believe that's that. That's probably it. right. That's probably right. So that's how. So, so yeah, <laughs> it's a new the, rule. Or what, will you be eating some pecan pie this weekend? Oh yes, that will oh, be okay. happening Beautiful. on the menu. Beautiful. I I know for sure that it'll be there'll be pumpkin pie going on a lot of it, and uh, and definitely the pineapple stuffing also. That's going to be going on in my house for sure. I had to add ham to the menu during nice. the course of this conversation. Nice. I've added. I was thinking about the left. You were when you described when you said the mayo. It made me think of a nice ham sandwich. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Ham Sammy. And how I like, I like to like. That's like when I've like had three turkey sandwiches in a row. And now you got to switch. I it do up. a one ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One ham. I do a three out of four is turkey. I need I like that. that. I need that change up. And so I'm going to have to add some ham. I would put mustard on that sandwich, though. Always a good time. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I got like a, I got like a, I'm weird. No, do, no, I no, might no, do no. like a little mayo and balsamic might end up on the ham. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. You know, interesting. Yeah, you're a man of the, the Italian condiment. Yes. Yes. On the ham. Of course. Treat of course. it like prosciutto. Like an Italian sub. Yep. I love it. Um, Can't go wrong. Yeah. So have a good Eaton's. Yes. This is the Festivus of Eaton's. It is the Festivus uh, of Eaton's. You know, we will uh, have to check back in and see if our predictions hold. Hopefully it doesn't get off the rails. Have some good workouts. Get the workouts in. Get the workouts in. Earn the burn. Burn the urn. Whatever you want to call it. uh, Earn those meals. Earn the Eaton's. That's it. Everybody, Black Friday, check it out. Check out the deals. I'm looking at some of them right now. Pretty good. I'm going to get one in. We got a black 
Friday bundle. Yes, indeed. Free stuff, headband, yep. the yep. awesome Darth Shaker. Yep. And then you get Baja Blaze Vice X. Back in Vice stock. Vice Triple X. Back in stock. Just recently. Back in back stock. In Yep. And uh, one of my favorite, and I think sleeper supplements. Mine too. Mine too. Juice, our carb product, intra post workout, you know. Creatine EAs, man, all that. The kind of stuff you want your body to be using. No doubt. Perfect so, recovery supplement. That's just one thing we'll be offering. And by the way, it's going to be like if you added all those things up, what they would normally cost, it's practically 50% off. Yeah. So it's probably 50% off for sure. Free shipping. You yeah. know how we do. Yeah. We are G code. Looking it up. That's it. That's right. That's what we do. And uh, so check that out, guys. Take advantage of the sale. Have a good Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Go Fins. And uh, we'll <laughs> see you next week. All right, brother Pete. Peace. Good All stuff. Right, take care, good bro. stuff. Later.